the home of inspiration every every day. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful. From news. Countries across the globe have been hit by the COVID-19 virus. Views. There's a global trend uh, to see an increase in GBV incidences, specifically domestic violence, violence, violence. Sports. What do you say? It's a really good ball. It's Shabalala. And music to inspire you every day. This is Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. The Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is a professional development center for professionals who aim to improve their professional standing. This means that the learning programs we run are more than just academic programs. They are work-based programs that focus on leveraging your current experience as a professional to build your overall profile. A year down the line, the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is developing into a preferred center for professional development in Pretoria, with eight professional development faculties including accounting, teaching, entrepreneurship, as well as IT and many more. For more information, go to acwbl.org or dial plus 27127517608, the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning, where work is learning. Every time he sees Mugabe, his eyes light up. I can almost hear his heart beat faster. He looks at me the same way he did when we first met. For him, it's love at first sight every day. For me, it's heartbreaking. Loving someone who's living with dementia is not easy. For support, advice, or to make a donation, visit DementiaSA.org. You're listening to Vuga Online. You are rocking with the best. You are tuned to VUCA Online Radio, your inspiration radio station. And I think inspiration is something that we all need a whole bunch of. And so my guest today is Dr. Joshua Awesome. He is very inspirational, so I can't wait for you to meet him. But before you do, let me just give you some background on the show. Basically, Healthcare Hour is all about things healthcare. It's about the industry. It's about the profession. But it's also about the people in healthcare. Too often, we don't see healthcare professionals as people. We don't see that they they bleed, they get hungry, they get tired. And I think also because they're a caring profession, that before you know it, they end up running on empty and having nothing left in the tanks to be able to fuel them to make a difference in other people's lives. So this platform is about healthcare. It's about healthcare professionals. And as we all know, healthcare affects all of us. It's not only for people in healthcare, it's about the public. It's about you sitting there listening to me right now because health is a blessing and it's something that we need to look after and make sure that we are doing our utmost to protect. More about me, 
I am a life coach. I'm a business coach. I'm a facilitator. You know, all sorts of things. How do you introduce yourself? I'm a mom. <laughs> but it is, healthcare is my home. It's where I feel the happiest. And it's also my calling and my, um, where I have most meaning in that I'm called to make a difference in healthcare. You know all about VUCA. You know that you have downloaded the app on your cell phone or you are tuned into me right now um, on live www.vucaonlineradio.co.za. Today, we're going to be meeting Dr. Joshua Awesome. And instead of me introducing him with a blurb, I said to him earlier, let's unpack your whole life. Let's see. And as we go along, we'll get to know little juicy pieces and be able to, yes, be inspired. You know, feel awesome for the day, given his name. Okay, so when we come back from our break, we'll be meeting Dr. Joshua Olson. How do you know the life or personal coach you are about to work with is who they say they are? How do you know if they can do the job? At the Africa Board for Coaching, Consulting and Coaching Psychology, we can tell you. So, before you share your secrets and spend your money, check with us first. Visit www.abccp.com or call us on 012-751-7608. The ABCCP, the professional body for coaches. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. Today we are meeting Dr. Joshua Awesome. And we're going to go through aspects of his life. And as he unpacks things, we're going to hear more about the mind. We're going to hear about the state of mindfulness of, of the country. And um, yes, we're really going to be having an awesome time. So hi there, Dr. Awesome. Hi, it's great, Colleen. Uh, it's a delight and a pleasure to be chiming um, from uh, Santin. Um, here in South Africa, um, where I live, love, and lead a life um, that is legacy-centered, legacy-driven, and uh, I'm pretty much looking forward to the pleasure and the privilege of this time with you. Thank you. All right, so I'm sure many of you will recognize the voice. Many of you out there will think, hmm, this man sounds familiar, okay? It's because you've probably seen him on TV a lot. You probably will recognize his face because he has also been on TV a lot, but also, for instance, climbed Kilimanjaro as part of the trek for Mandela. He is a coaching psychologist. He is based in Santon, but he works globally. So, let's start with the track for Mandela. How did that come about? Interestingly, um, it actually, it's actually a decade this year um, that that, that um, was birth. Um, and typically, the one thing that is part of all of our lives is that as we journey, we... Um, get to meet, connect with people on our path. And, and I recall having the opportunity to um, meet with uh, um, a fellow adventurer who um, 
is the first um, black African to successfully summit all the seven highest mountains in the world. Um, and Sibusiso um, Vilani is his name. And uh, we began to talk about um, our passion for um, the mountain, but more importantly, to also um, see how we can bring our perspectives um, together towards um, the greater good. And I recall I had the privilege to have connected with um, the city of Ekuruleni, um, which in Tonga means uh, a place of peace. Um, so the, the interesting thing about that for me was I recall having to also share with um, um, the then uh, mayor, who is now the minister in the presidency, uh, Minister Mondi Gungumbelu, and his team that I would love to do something in honor of Tata Mandela um, around his 95th birthday. Um, and being the creative mind that I am, um, I designed a specific um, legacy climb in honor of Madiba that then saw me, that gentleman that I just mentioned, and, and another gentleman who um, had a project and still has a project called Caring for Girls. And we all came together and uh, planned that climb in honor of Madiba. I believe many other persons have gone on to do the same. Um, however, I'm very humbled that I designed that specific um, legacy climb in honor of Madiba for his 95th birthday. None of us knew it was going to be his last. And I'm humbled by it. I've gone on to do several other things around, you know, um, that iconic uh, a leader. Uh, um, um, I remember um, being a research scholar um, um, at the Global Academic Research Institute um, to the Nelson Mandela University. Uh, um, and it was a very humbling experience to have presented a paper around, you know, the, the experience that peace um, brings when you are literally one with yourself. And that's one part of my life I'm greatly uh, excited about. Every time I get to do something that makes me feel very at home with myself and at peace. And, and it's something that we can never repeat. Nobody can repeat having to do what we did for Madiba when we did it, because Madiba is not physically here, uh, but his legacy lives on. Okay, so I think climbing mountains and summiting peaks is, it certainly comes up as a theme, as a pattern in all of your work, in that you're conquering the potential almost in, in ourselves. Interesting, interesting. I, I, I like the way you phrase that. And, and for me, I, I, I see it from this interesting perspective. Uh, um, where um, the mountain will always be there. Um, however, we also need to realize is that just like the mountain, our bodies really truly can represent a mountain that is being, um, that is embodying uh, um, whatever we want it to embody, but also realizing that this is the house we will live in on the planet for as long as we are here. Um, however, to also realize that 
it experiences various seasons, just like the mountains will experience various seasons. Uh, um, we also need to remember that when we experience various seasons, just like the mountain, um, we are on that journey of literally conquering ourselves, but also remembering that even if we don't achieve it, when we want to, we can take a go at it again. Because um, many times people want to conquer something and they think it's external. The first, you know, conquering that needs to happen is first within. And, and, and that's why I, I'm very excited about that connection. I mean, there's several mountains that have successfully summit. There's some I have attempted I haven't successfully summit. Kilimanjaro I've successfully summit twice. All the mountains in Cape Town, I did it one day. You know, uh, um, I'm very humble that I also try to summit Mont Blanc in France, even though an avalanche came crashing and reminded me I don't have full control over the external. And so interesting that you say that, that yes, you're physically climbing the mountains, but it's also saying that there's a, there are mountains in our own mind. So you are known for saying, mind your mind. And also, like, whenever you speak to me, you say, hello, great woman. And for me, I find it's a reminder that, oh, yes, I'm a great woman. <laughs> and it's almost like I stand up a bit straighter and I go, oh, hang on, remembering the potential in me. Remembering the actual and the potential of saying, no, come on now, I'm a great woman. And I... <laughs> I do think I, I walk a bit straighter each time you pop up and go, hello, great woman. I go, oh, yes, remember, hello, great woman. So talk to us more about speaking to the potential in, in people and minding our mind. So mind your mind is a, a phrase that I think I created maybe about half a decade ago or thereabout. Uh, um, um, and, and it became a phrase that I have used every month to host a virtual um, conversation around how we can make mental health cool. Um, and, and it doesn't mean that it's going to be cool all the time while it's happening. Interestingly, I've had the privilege to host all types of, you know, people, colleagues, friends from, you know, the, vice president, uh, um, former vice president uh, um, for Google, uh, from a well-being perspective, Bill Duane, um, to former VP for Microsoft, uh, learning and development, Charles Morris, uh, um, you know, to, to a, a colleague and a fellow doctor friend of mine who we co-run Africans of the Mind, um, and sits on the board, Dr. May, uh, a psychiatrist colleague and friend of mine, um, to the chairperson of the African Board for Coaching Consulting and Coaching Psychologist, Dr. Mungesi. Um, and every time I host this conversation, um, I believe that I want everyone who is listening to connect with one reality, that every mind can be minded if one mind each time recognizes that we are not our minds. And sometimes the things that happens to us, you know, it's really not us. It's, it's an experience. So we, 
we should not judge ourselves based on the things that are happening. They are happenings, um, but we are higher, healthier, bigger than that. As a matter of fact, I have even put together um, a book uh, um, um, that, that is actually going to be released in October, Mental Health Month, um, around Mind Your Mind. And I'm very excited about it because um, I really think that our challenges or stresses can catalyze endurance that's enabling grit that is grown from inside out. Uh, um, and, and, and those words of mine are words that emerged while thinking about my own mind uh, um, and, and about you know, my journey. And, and because life will bring us into spaces and places where we experience challenges or stresses. And those stresses, those challenges can truly catalyze endurance. Um, and, and it comes from that place of, you know, recognizing that the enablement, the greet, the growing is from inside. And, and that's why I, I really love, you know, to use mind your mind. And that's why I intentionally wake up with that consciousness of seeing the greatness that can emerge from me. And because of that, I say it to others too, to say, oh, you're, it's a great thing. A friend of mine, you know, who's a um, global leader for, for learning and development uh, uh, <laughs> for a global organization in America, once in a while says to me, Joshua, you know what? Sometimes it doesn't feel like a great day, eh? But when I hear you say that, I, I remind myself that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. It, it is a reminder. You know, sometimes we become focused on the bad. And, and it's to actually to say, no, it is a great day. You are a great person. And to look around and find it again. Because when you take your eyes off the problem and you can see the solution. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. So on that point, let's go for a break. No one decides hey, to go into it? debt. It creeps up on you. Hey. Slowly. Ah! Debt follows debt. <laughs> follows debt. Unless you do something about it. Face your debt problems before they cripple you. It's time to do something. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. Welcome back. You're tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. My guest today is Dr. Joshua Awesome, and we're talking about all things awesome, actually. We're looking at his life. We are unpacking the things that he's done. He has summited lots of um, mountain peaks and we've used the analogy of that it's not only physical mountains that we are having to climb in our lives. We're having to climb the mountains in our, in our mind. He also has mind your mind and also that it's a great day. And so when we have, you know, great woman, it's a great day. It reminds me that it is and that I have the potential, I have the ability so, Joshi, you were just talking about how the stress in our life, your, your PhD is in the management of stress, but you've been talking about how stress can catalyze endurance, how it can make us tougher. It can 
allow us to climb those mountains better. So let's hear more about that. So the one thing that comes to my mind as we talk about stress and, and well-being, uh, which we can trace back i mean research has shown us 70 to 90 percent of all the sicknesses and diseases that pulls people to their doctor's practice uh, for support can be linked back to stress uh we're as healthy as ourselves um and and it pulls me to one very important definition um i always say that until we clarify uh um we are not able to qualify certain things. So let's 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 first and foremost journey to the definition, um, because as we define it, then we know what we are looking for. Um, so the World Health Organization um, conceptualizes mental health in very interesting words, and they say that it is a state of well-being, okay, in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her own community. Keywords there for me. Um, for us to have well-being, the individual needs to realize his or her her own abilities okay so the first thing i tend to do and i always want to do it when i have contact with any person is to first bring them into a place of awareness about their state of stress okay and 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 we have a tool that we use to do that as a matter of fact i recall in the heat of the pandemic um the nhs hired me to support a certain group in the NHS community um, who really were experiencing a high level of stress. Um, and, and, and the first thing that I said to them was before we do anything, I need to help everyone of this team of leaders uh, um, and caregivers and doctors recognize their level of stress. Because that's the first point of, you know, journey in. It's the first point of call. We need to realize. So that's how I was able to design my treatment plan. It's how I'm able to support people. It's how I approach my, my journey into working with people. So we first need to understand one's current stress level. I like to use the phrase, I do that by putting you on my stressometer. So you are able to know the scale Stand on the stress scale and you know where you are at, all right? And then you can then understand how to cope because as you raise your level of awareness, you become conscious of what you didn't know. And that consciousness then helps to be able to navigate through the stresses. Without that, you're just living guesstimately. You know, you're guessing. You're... And that impacts on your productivity because it then eventually impacts on you know, your ability to be fruitful um, and flourish and flower and make contribution in the community. So that's, that's my approach. And, and I've had the privilege to do it for, you know, thousands of persons. I actually stopped counting after helping over 100,000. 
um, and, and I'm really grateful and, and excited every time I get the opportunity to assist an individual, a group, an organization, um, you know, approaching it from this level. Okay, so thanks for that. So if we had to stand on your stressometer, meter, what, what, would we, what would we be looking for? And, you know, I totally agree with you that we cannot change anything if we aren't aware of it. Yep. It's the, the more aware we are of something, the more we like are mindfully in the situation of, <laughs> hang on, I haven't slept for ages. Okay. Once you're aware of it, you then have the choice to do something about it. Mm. I think sometimes people are aware of it and they become frozen in it as opposed to, hang on, I have, I have power. I can change it. So what kind of what kind of things would we, we be looking for on the stressometer as, okay. as clues? Right, right. So, so typically the stressometer, um, like I indicated, um, the NHS now trusts us with it. Uh, um, it's clinically validated. Um, we've used it not just for the NHS, we've used it to support great organizations like General Electric, um, Ericsson, to mention a few. Um, so, and, and the interesting thing about it is that it forms a wider ranging assessment um, that helps us to be able to pick up things like GAD7, okay? And, 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 and that's a measure of anxiety to picking up PHQ9, you know, measures of this, the depression. Now, here's the interesting thing about this. Many times people have a feel tone of what it looks like, but they don't understand it. They, they know something is amiss. They know there's something somewhere. They feel something. And like we like to say, the feeling is the secret, okay? So, so understanding one's current level of stress then becomes the first step towards taking control. And we help them not to just assume. We then help bring clarity and this clarity then helps us to be able to guide them on how to, you know, navigate through their various stresses. I must say that um, there's a lot of research that has gone into this. Um, it, it's, it's, it's something that um, has also been recently, lately been fused into what we call the MHQ, the mental health quotient. Um, and this, for me, is something very exciting. Why? Because from a global perspective, many organizations, many countries now know that, okay, there's a mental health quotient. Um, for example, many organizations also now know that, okay, certain industries have done, you know, uh, um, stress and, you know, burnout assessments. For example, um, the healthcare industry. Um, also carried out a similar one uh, um, and was done with over 29,000 doctors. Um, and the reality is that this data is able to help us understand, you know, the stress and burnout reports and certain pillars that we need to be looking out for. Because when we don't know what is affecting us, it doesn't mean it's not affecting us. The knowledge is very important and, and that's able to help us you know, shift and perceive right so that we can make the right decisions um, around our own well-being. 
and also approach other people with some care and kindness. Because the truth is, if you know someone is dealing with mental health challenges, you respond differently rather than reacting. Yes. So thank you for that. And also to give us the science behind your stressometer. But also, um, so for the audience who aren't medically qualified, what kind of symptoms should they be looking for, should be highlighting, oh, okay, I need to do something about this, you know, like not sleeping? Yes, yes. And and as you're mentioning this, I'm reminded of uh, a client who walked into my practice um, last year. Um, and, And the one thing that I noticed when he stepped in was that his eyes were actually teary, you know, um, and he kept wiping his eyes. And, and I remember he was trying to ask me not to be worried about, you know, the fact that he was wiping his eyes, that he wasn't crying, you know. So um, it was like saying, you, you know, there's nothing to pity me. And just, I'm fine. It's just that, you know, this, there's some allergies. Now, he made that assumption because um, he was pres- he got a prescription for some allergy drops um, after going to his GP. And I'm not saying his GP is not, you know, um, qualified to, to, you know, support him in that regard. What I just realized is that sometimes it is important for us, you know, to probe deeper, um, to ask ourselves, if I'm not feeling better, after getting this, how about I ask for, you know, more support? And my work was not to in any way judge him. And I never judge any person because I don't know where they're coming from. Okay. I just try to use my own experience and work um, in coaching psychology to support people um, around, you know, lowering their stress levels. And so I ran the assessment and after doing a stress assessment on him, certain things emerged and we realized after calculating that this man had lost about 48 days of sleep. Now, I'm not a sleep specialist. However, success leaves clues. Challenges also leave clues. Okay, so there were some clues there. And all we simply did was that was already pointing to us that that's part of the reason why he wasn't feeling himself. That's part of the reason why the allergies were emerging. And so we simply got him, you know, to get his stress levels lowered. And and we put him on one or two of our, you know, um, treatment protocols. And honestly speaking, I was amused. Personally, because I mean, there's certain things you find out to that really like, this is interesting, you know, because sometimes some people don't expect a shift between one or two sessions. But the reality is that the shift actually can begin from the very first contact. And this is why we need to keep opening ourselves up, not judging anybody, but also realizing that we are all on a journey. Um, And there are various ways we can bring help and healing to our being, to our body, 
because um, the body itself is actually designed to heal itself and and we're just assisting it eh? <laughs> with, with all this really and and i must so say I that's just something i enjoy yeah i enjoy so i hear you besides enjoying it i hear that from that we're all equilibrium we're in equilibrium we're in homeostasis and so once something goes out something it's like knocking over um yeah it, it's like once you affect one part it affects the next part and to not jump to conclusions as to why aren't you sleeping why are your eyes watering oh it's allergy it's that time it's whatever rather before suspend diagnosis suspend the idea of oh it must be to look together to be curious and to look into the rest of your life to see what it is that's that's causing it profound i couldn't have put it in better words look at you Colleen. there you are you see why i, I celebrate yeah, i'm a great woman <laughs> okay so on that topic let's go for a break thank you joshua listen to this up against the wall huh, took you long enough spit him whoa that's a little rough oh oof. and now the same thing in pink up against the wall. <laughs> Took you long enough. Spit him. Oh, that's a little rough. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. If a color can make something sound kinky, imagine how it can make it look. Metal Paints, the right color matters. Visit metalpaints.coza. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Welcome back. You're on Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. And my guest today is Dr. Joshua Awesome. We are speaking about lots of things. Basically, Joshua's life, the fact that he is a um, coach psychologist. He works internationally. Um, he reminds us that we are great and that we're having great days. We've spoken about mind, the mind and the awareness of and that things are connected. Um, yes, and that we mustn't just jump to conclusions. We also can't change anything unless we're aware of it. So recently you have published on LinkedIn that you've become aware of the increase in suicide. You are based in Santon and you were saying that the attempts and the successful attempts of taking one's life has increased. So does that talk to us about that, Joshua? All right, so my, my brain health mentor has uh, um, what he called the 11 bright mind strategies that we can use to minimize our risk factors. Okay, so B is for blood flow. All right, um, for the brain to optimize and it needs to support healthy blood flow, okay? And that's why regular exercise, exercise moving the body um, either up the staircases, walking in your garden, uh, um, just movement. Movement is medicine. Um, and and the locked during the pandemic has not helped us. So many people's brains have gotten used to being in a space. And because of that, we are seeing, you know, a lower activity in that regard. So my, my ask really is, is once you begin to notice that, you know, people are not willing to move, 
You should ask them questions, how you are feeling. And in this great country, when you ask somebody, how are you? People say, I'm okay. The reality is that many times people are not okay, but it's okay even if things are not feeling okay. So it's okay to be honest, to allow yourself to be vulnerable, to talk to people, to get support, all right? So that's my first. And, and for me, when there's you know, a reduced in that, and if you possibly, you possibly know this, that typically when people had COVID during the pandemic and, or somebody has COVID, one of the things that we use, that we notice, is that their blood oxygen level dips. All right? Now, here's the reality. We need to realize that clearly that tells you something is not adding up, something is not connected. Again, when suicide, when people are actually in that place, in that space, in that dark hole, the truth is that your blood oxygen level has really pretty much dipped also. And so for me, blood flow is very important. We, we need to create movement. We need to support people to move. And, and, and this, the next is R. He talks about R is for retirement and aging. Now, this is getting our brains, okay, to learn something new or unlearn the wrong, okay, that is not serving it, all right? Um, because, you see, once the brain begins to feel as if it's retiring, then it gets into that premature aging state, all right? I is for inflammation, okay? I particularly like to pause at this point to say inflammation is in flame. It's fire within, okay? Now, the food that we eat is very important. Okay, we need to check for the foods that could fight inflammation. Because the truth is that sometimes somebody could be needing help and they, didn't, they don't know they need help. Okay, so if you feed yourselves and you feed your body right, you're able to begin to help it experience some level of brightness. I'm sitting in my garden right now having this conversation, you know, with you. And, and the one thing I'm loving is that the light is, you know, shining. It's, and every day it doesn't take permission to show up. And, and that's a clear reminder, okay, for all of us to realize that our lives can be bright. For it to be bright, we need to work at our blood flow. We need to make sure that our body is not retiring and aging. We need to ensure that, you know, there's no inflammation holding us. G is for genetics. Discover more about our family history. Okay, because sometimes suicide can be linked to family history. Okay, understand your vulnerability. You know, get serious about brain health. Uh, there's, there's, there's a crop of, you know, young persons in our country now who think that it's a fad, you know, to be smoking what they call a shish. Now, there's a lot of research around, you know, that pipe or pot, whatever it is, that has impaired so many people's brains. I mean, my brain health mentor has done over 100,000 brain scans. And the one thing he keeps reminding those of us he mentors is that when he looks at the brain scan, spec scan of 
a young person who's smoking and an 80-year-old who wasn't smoking, the younger person's brain is worse. Now, that is shocking for me. As a human being, how can a young person <laughs> who smokes and an 80-year-old who doesn't smoke, the brain scans when he looks at both. And the shocking part of it is that the one who smokes, it looks as if it looks like a, a soccer ball that you use, you hit a hammer on. That's what the image looks like. Now we need to realize, so, so we need to understand this about our brain health. Okay, because if we want to have better lives, we need to have better brains. This is why I keep highlighting the need for us to be conscious and interested in our young people. It's, 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 it's because we will not have a future Africa if we don't look after our young people. Age is for head trauma. Many of us don't protect our head. We don't protect it from injury. You know, we headbutt anything and we think it's, it's fun. Yo, please. If you've had a concussion, you, trust me, you, you will not be happy with yourself. So I always say to people, please, protect your head. That's, that's the head of state. It's your head of state. It's the headquarters. Eh? <laughs> and T is for toxins. Okay, so limiting or eliminating the toxins that contribute towards depression. Because the truth is that toxins contribute towards depression. Uh, brain fog and many more. I mean, um, which leads me to the M because we're sticking bright minds. M is for mental health. We need to adopt, you know, brain healthy habits so that we make sure our mind is fit, okay, as it can be. One of the reasons why I climb mountains is because it tasks my brain, stretches it into a new dimension, and it never returns to where it was. I is for immune system problems and infections. Now, this is one of the things that we've tried to boost during the pandemic. Many persons said, oh, take immune boosters. Da, 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 da. You know, you can strengthen your immune system and fight infections that can cause psychiatric sim symptoms. Okay. Once the immune system is boosted, and this is very important. I wake up every day to take a cup of tea, okay, uh, um, infused with Ganoderma lucidum or coffee, okay, from my waking every day I do this. And the reason is because I'm nurturing and nourishing myself. It will not bring great energy, great strength to my being if I don't nurture it. N is for neurohormone issues. So we need to keep our neurohormone healthy so that we can have more stable moods and less anxiety, sharper focus. And, and this is very, is very, very important. We, we cannot, you know, overemphasize the need for us to recognize that. The moods that sometimes impacts on people, uh, um, you can link it to, you know, this neurohormone issues. And D is for diabetes. Now, we need to recognize that making minor tweaks to our mindset to help us achieve and maintain a healthy weight, a healthy mind, are all very important. Why is this very important? Because at the end of the day, 
this body is where I will live on the planet. Joshua Olson can only experience a healthier life by having healthy habits. For me, 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 me. Because this is number one. This is the king. You are the queen. I am a great man. You are a great woman. I need to look after me first. Nobody will look after me like me. All right? And no matter how much people love me or love you or love the world, they need to start with them. It begins with us. The last is S. S is for sleep. We need to get more restful. Restorative sleep. Oh, wow. We need it more than ever before so we can feel happy. I said earlier that the feeling is the secret, okay? And as we feel it, we can then feel less stressed and more resilient so we can rise up with that awareness that is greatness that can emerge from us and emerge to us for the greater good of ourselves and the world. Very well put, Joshua. (laughs) 11 points in your bright minds. And what it's telling people is, is that in order to have a bright mind, you cannot leave it to chance. You can't leave it to other people or it'll happen. Yeah, no, next week. We need to take active role in making sure that we are protecting our mind. That we are looking after and also understanding that it's interconnected. It's like dominoes. Mm. When the mind is not at its best, the body is going Mm -hmm. to follow suit. When the body is Mm -hmm. not at its best, yes. Mm -hmm. But also to make sure that we look after emotions. That we don't just squash emotions and put them away and pretend they're not there. We need to Mm -hmm. process them, regulate them and see that they are there. Okay, so I said, fascinating conversation. It's time for a break again. If you're enjoying this interruption and find the sound of my voice captivating, you may be experiencing extreme boredom. Try new, fast-acting Subaru Impreza in hatch or sedan, formulated with symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Cure boredom fast with new Impreza. Voga Online Radio, your inspiration radio station. Welcome back. You are on Healthcare Hour with Colleen Quist. My guest today, Dr. Joshua Awesome, has been sharing parts of his life, um, how he climbs mountain peaks, how he works with people to bring the potential out in them to make sure that we are aware of our situation. He has a PhD in stress management. He is also a coaching psychologist. He's based in Santon, and so he's also said that he's become aware that the amount of suicide, the people who are in a dark place, is starting to increase. And what can we do about it? And so he very nicely summarized it for us using the letters of bright minds to make sure that we are actively taking a role, that we're playing our own part, and we're not... We are accountable for it. We're not blaming other people of, oh, well, you know, it's their fault. Just one of the things that came to mind as well is is that your B was blood flow and that we need to move. You know, too often we think about movement as being climbing the mountain peak that you've been doing, Joshua. 
but it's not packing your suitcase and going to climb Everest. It's just move, move down the passage, get up from your chair, go visit somebody on the other side, go stand in your garden, stand up. Yes. <laughs> and so it doesn't have to be, oh, I don't have time to go track up a mountain, Joshua. It's a case of just move. And so it's not exercise during the gym, it's move. It's one of the take homes in that I had from that. All right, so now that we're nearly finished, what would you like our audience to know? Mm. I think it's to say that if you want to experience change in your life, look after your brain. To have a better life, it begins with brain health. So the one thing that I typically work with some of my clients around is for them to sign a contract with their brain. Okay. And, and I share with them uh, a contract form. And so they have to sign their name and put the date on it. Um, and it's a personal contract, you know, to loving their own brain and treating it with respect and care. Truth is, people will say all type of things to you. <laughs> but don't say it to yourself. Don't say it to yourself. Don't believe it. Um, refuse it as best as you can. However, even if what you are refusing is not being accepted, just recognize that you are committed to loving your own brain and treating it right, okay? Now, I said that to say this, that research has shown us that making a resolution um, that is put down on paper um, or even better, sharing it with a friend can help us to be more successful. Especially when, you know, your initial enthusiasm is beginning to wane. So the one thing that I always, you know, want to say to anyone who cares to listen is if your brain is going to get healthier or get well, it revolves around these four circles. First is biological. Okay. How your physical body and your brain functions is very important. Second is psychological. How you think, developmental issues. Third is social, okay? Um, your current life situation, societal influence, social support. And this is why it's okay to ask for help. I do not resist myself from asking for help or accepting help. Why? Because help is... is showing that we're humble, actually. A friend of mine puts it this way. Hello, eternal loving provider. That's what help means. And, and the truth is that provision doesn't always come from above. It can come from around. Okay? <laughs> you know, uh, um, and the last is spiritual. 
okay, your connection to God, the planet, the past, the future, your deepest sense of meaning and purpose. But the sad part is that sometimes people mix this up. That's why it's important to get feedback, to get support, to get to listen to others, to get to learn, to also be open to unlearning. And, and for me, um, do no harm, okay? Use the least toxic and most effective natural treatments, you know? Uh, um, and, and that's why I'm, I'm a big fan of, of healthy habits, okay? And, and that for me is very important, okay? Again, the last thing will be you are not stuck with the brain you have. You can make it better. Many times people say, oh, no, this is, this is my generational what, 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 what. I mean, I have a brain health mentor who's done over 180,000 brain scans and can tell anyone who's going to listen to this that you can take ownership for the health of your brain, the health of your mind, and put in the work that is necessary. Because if you want to have a better life, it begins with you having a better brain. And the secret is in recognizing the bright minds list that I just shared. And it's just a matter of time. Life will be better. Thank you so much for that. I love the way you've put it all together. Clearly, there's a bright mind there, Joshua. <laughs> An awesome one, too. Yes. So really, the take home is, is that look after your brain. We only have one. Okay. Look after it. Take accountability. And please, from Joshua and myself, that if you feel somewhere in there that things are not okay, it's okay not to be okay, but please seek help. So thank you very much for being our guest. I am humbled and I'm grateful. All right. So thanks for tuning in to Healthcare Hour with Colleen Quist. You have been with me and Dr. Joshua Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Please make sure that you do whatever you need to do to make sure that your brain, your mind are healthy. Thank you. If you're enjoying this interruption and find the sound of my voice captivating, you may be experiencing extreme boredom. Try new, fast-acting Subaru Impreza in hatch or sedan, formulated with symmetrical full-time all-wheel drive. Cure boredom fast with new Impreza.